Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos podcast. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about Advantage Tennis. Uh, Aaron, it's been a while since we've done sports on That's Amigos. Right. That's right. Far too long. Um, but before we dive in to the world of sport, the wide world of sport, mm-hmm. um, we, got, we got news, Aaron. We got Twitter news. Okay. Twitter. You don't do the Twitter, do I don't, you? I don't. I've never fully understood the appeal or the interest in Twitter, and I don't. I don't like the way. It, I just don't understand how to use it exactly. Mm. I hate to say that because that's like an old guy. Well, I'm, you do maintain a hotmail email address, so. Hey, I am a hotmail. Um, we got six hundred followers on Twitter. <laughs> oh, cool. yeah, yeah. So thank you to I all. Need to follow us. Yeah, thank you to all the folks that uh, <laughs> that that follow us on Twitter, and uh, and you know, there's there's so many great. Great guy. That's how I follow basically all of the news because any retro news has got that they've got a Twitter account, Retro Man Cave. He's always posting up stuff, so it's it's it's, a, it's an easy way. It's sort of like I use it like an RSS feed, mm. you know, basically. So anyway, thank you to our, our Twitter followers. Uh, we also got a letter from our pal, the Slow Norris. Old slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is in regards to the Amigo Aaron's weight loss wager. Right. Very good. And he says, uh, "I'm in on Aaron's wager. I'll do fifty cents a pound." However, he says, I need to lose 30 pounds myself, and after losing zero in January, I'm raising you, Aaron, so to speak. He's going to pledge a dollar for every pound he doesn't lose by Amigathon, plus whatever he's putting towards you. So, if he doesn't lose his 30 pounds, we'll get 30 extra bucks. That's right. That's what I made. That's right. A bold challenge. But I'm betting that Slow Norris... Is going to get up the testicular fortitude to get that 30 pounds. I think so. He seems like that kind of a guy. I agree. He says, good luck, Aaron. I'm in it with you. Let's change some habits. You've changed quite a few habits as of late. This is true. Finally quit smoking after all these years. I'm, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I also want to thank The Huck for chiming in, for pitching in, pledging some money for the weight loss wager and Matt Soft. So... They keep on trickling in week after week. Beautiful, man. Hey, I, uh, without saying anything too decisive, I, I, I'm i in it. I'm in it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right. Well, Aaron, I hear that train coming. It's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since last week's Amiga News. Yeah, Let's get to it. Roll up the gamble train, All right. Aaron. All Woo-hoo! right, boat. So, <clears throat> for those of you that live in Iraq, the boat... Uh, just a couple weeks uh, back from Ireland, mm-hmm. and so I was uh, lingering around. First thing we'll talk about is a uh, another fellow that was. Do at you the have show. to let it linger? I have to. Mm. I have to let it linger. So this is a fellow. This is going to be fun. This is part of the reason I chose this video. Adam Podstowizinski. I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. That sounds right, don't it? Sounds great. Uh, he has a video up on his uh, YouTube page. He was also there and shot a little video. So if you want to get just a little uh, uh, more flavor from the show, 
Boner, you're seeing this for the first time. How, does that look about right? To this you looks. Know? This looks just like I'm there. You know, this was. This looks like it was Friday night. This might have been before I before I made my grand entrance. Um, but yeah, all all the gang. If you want to see him again for the first time, uh, you can you can check out this guy's video. Is post it a, up on our Google Plus. Is this in a basement or? What? No, it's in a whole. It's in a hotel ballroom. I see. I see. Yeah. It just the ceiling was odd. Yeah, it looked kind of. Well, low. They, they have odd ceilings in Ireland. Is that the it's way part it is? of the thing. It's part there. of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. We got a we got a pal, a good buddy. I don't think we talked about this last week. We might have. Uh, our buddies over at the Guru uh, did a live D paint demo. Mm. I don't uh, even like to do tape D paint demos. Have you ever have one. you ever really full D paint aside from their Amiga? Thought I was going to say I feel like we pretty much mastered the program yeah. you know, over over the course of I, our. I was embarrassed challenge. by my effort on the show. On the, I really was. <laughs> I, um, I, I just didn't know what to do. The I world will never forget Lee Melangelo. Well, I. I, I Man, maybe I sadly remember that. <laughs> Moving on. So yeah, the, the, please don't don't uh, don't worry. That uh, the Guru Boys are far better at deep than we will ever be. <laughs> All right, uh, submission from our good buddy, the Pixel Pixel at Dawn. Uh, resurrecting an Amiga 500. Did you see this article, Boat? I have not seen this yet. Uh, it's exactly. So it's, this is from Hackaday, which I, I I actually visit. I was at this website earlier today, oh, actually. Yeah? Um, uh, this is a great site where they do all kinds of wacky projects. Yeah, and this is an article where you can see that uh, in the pictures, if you're viewing at home, you can see all, you, know, you see that many jumper wires. <laughs> you know some, something's going something's down. Something went bad. Yeah. There's a big beefy wire, so there's some, some traces <laughs> that like got 14 dealing. gauge wire there. If you there. look at that picture right there, what's right beside the traces? What's it say right there? Battery. Battery. <laughs> so I'd wager that they dumped a bunch of acid on that board. <laughs> so if you're interested, in, and who isn't interested in watching some dude? Uh, Spend hundreds of man hours to resurrect a 35-year-old machine or whatever. There you go. Um, Boat, you crazy nut, you in a live stream this week. Just go jump on this now. You tried this week's game in front of God, Earth, everyone out there. And I watched you, and it looked like uh, you were playing tennis on Super Crack. Well, you know, it's funny because this stream is an hour and six minutes long. And I went back and watched it again. The first 30 minutes are solely dedicated to getting this game to run correctly. Yes. So, yes, welcome to emulation on the Amiga. And I concur. Is, now, uh, of course, hopefully your emulation days are coming to an end. Yes. Now, Boat has taken back the, the Hux uh, 600. And he's planning on uh, getting it fixed up and working on that here. So, he'll have a, a proper Amiga again. Right. Um, let's talk about... Uh, our good buddy, the Fig. Oh yeah, the Figster. He was over in Ireland as well, and he's got the Refies Amiga Ireland 2019 Party Report. Yeah, so see, these guys are like two sides of the same coin. You got Refie CTZ uh -huh. and Figgy CTZ. I see. Okay, and Refie wrote up this, and I got to know Refie a little bit when I was over there. Stand up fella, nice, nice guy. guy. Yeah. And uh, and this is his 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 report. You can see the view also, from. Oh, this is strictly refuse. I thought this was Figgy and him. Oh, no, I thought they teamed no, up. No, no, this was all okay, reflection. I'll, I'll yeah, add it my little description. Yeah, and uh, you can see the view from the back of Paul Harrington's car here. This is the view that I had going back to the airport in the wee wee hours of the now, morning. That was a rental car. It was a rental car. Uh, nice and car. It, you know, it was it was a large car by European standards, which is about the size of a Ford 
Ford Escort here. Uh-huh. And how, how's mm-hmm. Paul's driving? Oh, Paul, he was, you know, he was a stalwart figure at the wheel while the rest of us were in various states of inebriation. He was, he was, he, he led the charge. He now, did a good job. Let me ask you a question. Now, I'm not familiar with it. Uh, we're off the top of my head. Do they, the Irish drive on the same side of the road we do? No, they drive on the left. They're just on the left like in as England. well. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. Now, go. since uh, Paul was, he's originally from Northern Ireland. He was the the driving duties were easier for him than for us. Outstanding. Yeah. So, man, these have I've enjoyed. Our good buddy, the Huck, mm-hmm, yes. Gary Hucker, uh, New Zealand's own, as I recall, mm-hmm. uh, giver of all good gifts, such yes. as the six hundred and the Spectrum. He has been up and at him this week with some. Uh, videos as he tr- attempts to resurrect the uh, Amiga 2000. Uh, this thing was a, a beat-down unit, and he has a couple videos up this week. One of him actually getting it to fire up, which, uh, as I recall, he had to he was he had to reseat some chips. There was some corrosion in there that he cleaned up. It wasn't too, uh, too tough in his first video, and he had to run ahead to put a new battery in. Second video... He puts in all the goodies. Mm. He puts in the accelerator, several RAM boards, and I thought to myself, "There's no conceivable way this can work." I mean, he had like a, he had like three different RAM expansions, acceleration with RAM, <laughs> and all kinds of. Cra- and sure enough, it didn't all work. There was one that didn't want to play nice with the others, and it had a bad chip on it. But this is old hardware too, so you're not expecting that sort of thing. You know, we were talking about this on the Discord. The Amiga 2000 doesn't get a whole lot of love. Um, it sort of fell in that weird middle period. It came out with the 500. And uh, you, you had uh, the, the, the 500 and the, the, the 2000 was like the, uh, the the tower version or the big box version. But um, but these days, if you have one of these big Amiga machines, you either have a 3000 or a 4000. It seems like. Well, the 2000 is a good is a good machine. Uh, you're, I mean, you're right; it has a lot in common with the five. But you still can accelerate the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. You've got all those expansion slots. It's a big, bulky, beige thing. All right now, if that now I personally personally. I'll take the 1200 strictly on the basis of the limited desk space it takes up. Uh, but old Aaron, who was just a power fiend, I would take the box every day of the week. Yeah. you got to have those expansion slots. You notice what his uh, monitor is called down there? It's just gone out of focus. Black Diamond? Yeah. You know about Black Diamond? I don't. He's Charleston's only Black Neil Diamond uh, tribute band. No kid. Yeah. Really? You never saw Black Diamond perform. No. I've seen him several times at Wattpal Park. A He's Neil Diamond cover band? Black Neil Diamond tribute. You know, I'm not a huge... I, I mean, I like some of Neil Diamond stuff, but I don't know. I mean, how are they? Are they good? Oh, he's great. It's, really? a, it's a one-man show. Oh, it's a one-man show. He's, he's show. the Black Diamond. I see, I yeah, see. yeah. So he... And he also makes monitors on the side. Well, I mean, I know obviously he doesn't. Okay, so move it along. But anyway, Huck's had a couple videos, and I believe uh, the Huck is currently in post-production on a third video. Ooh. So there will be more coming from the Huck. And Huck's hardware stuff's always super popular, too, in the boat. It is, it is. So, we're back in Ireland here. You talk, and I'm going to let you pronounce, this is the fellow that ran uh, Amiga Ireland. How do you you say his name? Is that Ilara? So, this is Erla. Yeah, Erla. Erla Orida. I think that's how you say it. And he is the founder of Amiga Ireland. He started the whole thing four years ago. And uh, so, uh, Great you know, video. It was, I'll, I'll watch this. It, it was it fun. was really fun to talk to him. We sort of get off subject. I know that shocks you, being <laughs> yeah. me. But uh, we get to talking about all the Irish craft beers and like um, traditional boating in Ireland, which I found to be Somewhere terribly fascinating. Eric Nelson was giving you the big thumbs up oh, for yeah. all that beer talk. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I noticed that in, in the foreground, 
our lovely blue ball with a huge wad of tape, even yeah. the USB cable in. Wait enough for that one. <laughs> good Lord. That's just the style of production oh, you'd expect man. for an Amigos uh, deal. It is a good interview. I mean, he, and he's a real down-earth guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's he's very, very kind. You know, he gives so much of his life to this event. You know, for, for most people, Amiga Island's two days, but for him, he spends the whole year getting it together. And uh, he's just a, a really cool guy, and he's way into uh, to Irish culture, so I learned a lot from him, Outstanding. too. Outstanding. Staying with the uh, event, uh, you've also posted this week the Amiga Ireland 2019 mod competition, uh, and I watched some of this live when it came out. Mm -hmm. It was great. Uh, and uh, so if you want to check out some of the, are these were these all made exclusively for the show? I believe they were. I believe that this was a, a competition where, say, you know, create a new work to enter into this thing. And so I think there were seven tunes. Uh, one of them, only one of them ran into technical difficulties. They weren't able to play it on their myriad of, uh, what do you call these uh, programs that play the mods? These trackers. Are, these are trackers. Yeah, trackers. Uh, yeah. Amazingly, I've got a, a story that dovetails into this nicely. Oh, do tell. Pixels at Dawn. God bless this man for finding this one. He has found, and I don't know how long it's been around, but I saw it making the rounds of the news site, so it must be fairly new. The Bassoon Tracker. Mm. This is an Amiga music tracker that you play in the browser. Oh, so good. So sweet. You can and, and you can access online databases and mod files. I haven't played randomly. Oh, wow. It's got Octomeds. It's got 32 voice, the big dogs. I mean, this was... It's funny. I, I was having a real rough time getting motivated at work this week to work on these instruments I've got. And I and gr my partner had to leave to go do something. So I turned this thing on. First time I'd ever tried it. Put it on random. Set it up. And this stuff was it talking about getting fired up. I mean, I was working my butt off. I'm I, having trouble locating this on the page. Uh, it's it's kinda, it, it, it doesn't have a picture. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Uh, oh, there it, it is. I there. see it. That's it. Uh, and so this is at... Uh, Steph.be slash bassoon tracker. Hit play right there. The little play button. Just get, no, 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 no. The I've play already messed button. It up. up, straight up, okay. right there. there we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that it's been smooth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man. I'm gonna listen to this. And and if you go up to if you go up to the view, close, stop this. Okay. Go up to the view there, and then go down to file operations. Uh, this is a little how-to. Now, see that? You can see that on the left there, you can see the different databases you can pull from. Mm -hmm. And on the right, those are all different mod outs. Then you can... <coughs> there's a zillion of them. That's awesome. And you can also link this up to your Dropbox. I've got a ton of mods. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got my Dropbox linked up to it. I'm going to put my mods in there so I can listen to the ones oh, I have Oh, that's got. fantastic. I'm going to be listening to list. Screw Easy Rock Paradise. There's a new, uh, there's a new music going I can't, on. Unfortunately, uh, I can't get Greg on board with this at work, uh. so this is a solo act. But <laughs> yeah, so this is a must visit. I, mm. I highly recommend this. Um, so we, uh, let me see if there's anything else we did this week. Okay, yes, uh, we uh, we uh, covered Star Wars, uh, Stardust Wars. Uh, I think we I talked about this a couple weeks ago. We actually, uh, we, uh, had, we sort of gave this a go, uh, and it looks, I think, who was playing this? This was, is Duncan. This is Duncan. Mm -hmm. Uh, it looks pretty. I mean, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's simple in a way, but I mean, it looks good. And there's even if you skip towards the end, there's a trench run. Wow. You know, so I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. If that came out back in the day, you'd have had something there. Uh, you know. Very I mean, impressive. Yeah, it's really good. So and free, so you can grab that. It's a, it's, it's well worth your time. Uh, now here's something I saw sort of making the rounds, and I, I someone shared this in their Discord, and I had to put it up here. Retro uh, Saint Kingo. Is a fellow on YouTube, and he hit the mud load this week of Commodore goodies. Mm. Uh, he has a video up of him. 
I don't know if he made a deal for just stacks of Can you like imagine? Inbox, Amiga, C64s. And apparently these were all getting ready to be liquidated. Oh my so he gosh. jumped in. And, and you, I mean, we're looking at the video now. If you're listening on the uh, on podcast, it's just literally looking at stacks and stacks of Amiga 500s and C64s, 128s. You know, it's quite it's quite remarkable. It's so cool. Look how much smaller that C64 box is than the 500. It seems yeah. like it's about half the size. Well, it's, it's smaller. It's a smaller unit. That's true. All. The 500 is an unwieldy beast. It's not unwieldy. It's just it's a it's a uh, it's a deep, bigger bigger unit. But anyway, this is an interesting video. He's I'll tell you, I'm, that's the first time I've ever listened to or looked at any of his stuff, and he's a real uh, friendly chap. Mm -hmm. So if you want to check him out, that's it's it's a good listen. Now, you know, this one came out of nowhere here, uh, boat. Uh, this is from over at Vintage is the new old. Mm -hmm. We love those guys over there. And uh, RGCD Publishing uh, has an, an, has uh, apparently they published some of these indie titles, and they've picked a couple out to put on the Amiga. Uh, Tiger Claw is one, and Power Glove. Tiger Claw. If you if you scroll down and look at it. It is Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. Now, that looks great. I would love to play yes. that. So, these guys are having selling these, like, boxed copies of this. I mean, this is, like, the, the real deal. So, uh, I've got the link on there to the story, and you should go check it out. I, I, I have to say, I've not, I've not played this. I don't think I've heard of either one of these games. No. I don't know if they're just now coming out, but, I mean, maybe they're I, I did. Platforms. I did look at this story, and the um, I know that the... Uh, the downloadable copies of the game, they're either like very cheap, like three bucks, uh -huh. or it's sort of a pay-as-you-can type service. We may have so. to try out both those. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I, I, hey, we'll throw a few bucks Oh, in. yeah, yeah. And uh, I would like to certainly try the Bruce Lee one. And in mm. Power Glove, I mean, we're looking at the uh, box and the, and the uh, stuff, and they look great, don't they? Yeah, very, very professionally done. And so, I mean, look at that, boat. I, I could be I could get all into that, mm -hmm. and you I know you like it yeah, too. Yeah, that's right up our alley. Yeah, it is. So anyway, I just I, I couldn't believe it. I just uh, stumbled. I like vintage is the, is the new old. I go over all the time. So here's one more. This is a nutty one. This is our buddies over at Lemon Tube Amiga, mm. and we've talked about uh, uh, that guy before. Uh, here he is emulating. He's emulating the Genesis slash Mega Drive on his Amiga. Wow. Now, this isn't Amiga with a Vampire. This is an okay. Amiga. It's, got, it's an 060. So this is not an Amiga with a Vampire. No, it's not. Oh, okay. He's got, a, he's got an 060 accelerator in there. He says this will also work on an 040 with something else, but the, what he's running is an 060, and it, it runs well. I was wow. surprised how well it's... That's crazy. I know, man. I, that's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? Uh, so if you are... Uh, Fortunate enough, one of the fortunate few to have an 06. Now the 060, did that come stock in any Amigas, or was that just an aftermarket uh, accelerator? I don't think it chip. ever. Well, I mean, it was, it was available in the day, mm -hmm. so it's not like something that just came out. Sure. Uh, was it stock? I don't think it was ever stock. But okay. I mean, you never know with those, like the later four thousands, four thousand. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was a BTO have, sort of thing. But I mean, I, yeah. I'm not. You know, I, I, that was out of my price range, so I didn't pay that much attention. So, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was really, that is, really neat. That's awesome. Um, okay, here's one, and you actually, thankfully, you posted it, but you want to talk about this other interview from Ireland? Yeah, so this is the uh, the most recent thing that I put up from Amiga Ireland. Uh, we were very fortunate to have a Discord conversation. Uh, it was funny because this is one of these things at the last minute, uh, Skype was not working. Surprise, surprise. And, uh, and you know, and Erla was like, does Discord do video? And I was like, no, it doesn't. And, you know, I'm always the first with the wrong answer. And then Pixels were like, actually, it does. And I was like, yes, it does. 
And so, um, so we were able, uh, Earl was able to call up Volker and uh, we had a, a nice chat with him. Uh, he took some questions from the audience, talked about the development of settlers. This guy, he does not give a lot of interviews. Uh, and uh, so we, it was it was very cool to, uh, to see this. Just got over, didn't it, live? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I heard the other fellow, the founder, talking about this. Also, I will say Volker's got some awesome hair. Now, yeah, I mean, I would, you know, they they know how to do hair in Germany. They, it's, it's lush. Yeah, it's yeah. lush, and I'd like to run my fingers through it. We don't have, we don't know how to do it here. Clearly, no, not in this room. We need Volker. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's awesome, and I, I know people were really pumped about uh, this interview. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, check that out if you haven't. <clears throat> um, just a couple house cleaning items. Uh, we uh, we were very fortunate uh, that our buddy Graham was so kind and sent us so many yummies mm -hmm. last week and so we made a little video of that in case you weren't here live and it is up uh his timing was impeccable because i've been sitting and look at those goodies and i'll have to say i have snuck a a peppermint cookie or two along oh, the way yeah. my kids sucking up minties like a like a hoover <laughs> um you know and it, it was so it was such a because there's no way he could have planned this with sending it from australia but yeah. we opened it on australia day you know, what are the chances? I know it's quite remarkable, yeah. isn't it? And it was yeah. great, and we and we appreciate Graham. And so if you want to see us, the ever-popular boat and air and eat food <laughs> segments, <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, one last item, I think we've just got the one. Um, ARG Presents. Now this week, you know, I wasn't expecting huge numbers this week, but they've been okay. We took a weird, wacky look into the realm of of the Sam Coop, or Coupe, if mm -hmm. you will. Uh, the uh, Sam Coop uh, is a uh, uh, nutty ZX Spectrum enhanced version from the UK that sold practically nothing. Uh, but and, and you'd probably not heard of this, I'm guessing. Hey, I'd man. never heard of this before. Having seen this, you you want one. I wanted you? one immediately. As soon as you said it's an enhanced ZX Spectrum that did but, not I mean, sell well, I looks, was on board. If you compare that to your ZX right now, mm -hmm. you look at it. I mean, I know I'm, this is obviously a has more memory and better. Right. But I mean, just the the makeup of it looks tremendous. It that does. The keyboard is usable. It look, yeah, it looks so the cool. The, the, uh, the, the drawer floppies. Mm -hmm. All those ports in the back, yeah. that is solid gold money. You can't have one, unfortunately, because they cost a fortune. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we but, were lucky enough just to know someone that has one. I will say, emulating it was much easier than the time I've had this week emulating the uh, CDI, which is what will be the... I had to change my game this week, Bo, mm. because I couldn't get it to emulate. Ah. Uh, so I have... So, But this week, me and Brenner... We're really going off on, now, on, a, on a tangent. Let me ask you a question here in the lower left here. What is this little robot that's dude? The, that's the uh, Sam Coupe mascot guy. Oh, okay. I didn't really okay. get into him during the show, but because I, I really found out about him later mm. when I was producing the show. But he they, he was a little, I guess his name's Sam, Sam the Robot. He's Makes little, sense. He's their little mascot man. I didn't just put him in there just because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> There's some relevance. So anyway, if you want to learn about the Sam Coupe, and I will say, um, uh, this week's show, I've learned a lot about the CDI that I didn't know. Uh, so I think it'll be a fun show. And it, it completes our failed CD machine uh, revolution with the with many of the other machines we've already covered, the CD32 and the FM Towns Marty. And all Have you done things. the Jaguar CD yet? No. <laughs> no, no. You know, we, I mean... I, it's, I don't know how well that even emulates it either. I thought the CDI would have it. Think about it. The Sam Coupe emulates better than the CDI. Think about that for a minute. It's, it's mind-blowing. So, anyway, uh, that covers it, I think, Boat. Um, you got anything to add to that? That's it. That's oh, all I've got. There is one thing to add. Tell them what you streamed. 
Oh, yeah. So this is uh, important. So uh, yesterday, I uh, hooked up the. Well, okay. There's a whole journey Go that's gone on. Lee, in this. tell them the tell them the story. Okay. Um, so about well, how long ago did, did Gary say? It was probably about a year ago. He sent I'd us, say it's over a year. Maybe over. I'd a year. say well over a year. He sent us um, a, a ZX Spectrum. Yeah. And this thing was great. And uh, you know, I immediately tried to plug it in. It has the composite mod already already set. You did play it, and I believe you did capture it with an external camera. Yeah. However, it was all PAL, so it was all black and white and weird. And so, um, you know, it, it, it sort of lingered in both our homes for a time. Yeah. It's um, a nice showpiece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Until I, uh, I was just, I was thinking about it. And I, it was after I got back from Mega Ireland, and I was so high on on you know using original hardware. I was high on other things too, but um, so I went online and I discovered that they do make CRTs that were produced in this country that can run both PAL and uh, NTSC. Yes. They're mostly like studio monitor type uh, type <clears throat> monitors, and so. Um, I looked at some PVMs. Those are like the Sony uh, CRTs that people love. However, those are really expensive, and they're really small screens. They're like eight-inch screens. Yeah. And I wanted something a little bigger. I wanted those something... are like uh, professional monitors used for like video production. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted something about the same size as my Commodore 1702 monitor, the tried and trusted. Like 15 inch. Uh, okay. yeah, 13 inch. Uh -huh. 13 inch. And so um, I did some searching around, mostly uh, through Atari Age, because this has been widely discussed, and I ended up getting a JV. TMA13SU. So, um, it, and it came in. I was so excited to play it. Then I discovered that it didn't actually have uh, usable uh, connections for composite. They use something called BNC connections. Have you heard of these things? Before? I have. I have. Okay. I've stumbled a couple on these in my travel. This was new to me. I'd never heard of this type of connector. Luckily, eBay came to the rescue, and five bucks later, I had four BNC connections so I could hook up a normal composite signal. What's the fourth one for? Well, there's four. Um, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. There's four of them back there. Oh, you know what it is? I don't. There, okay, I'll tell you. There's two ins and two outs. So you can actually run a signal into this thing and then run it back out to a capture card or something like that. So I, thought, I didn't know if it was like an uh, S-Video thing. There's S-Video, but S-Video doesn't use BNC. It's just a S-Video. Okay. Video. So anyway, um, hooked that up last night and uh, fired up the ZX Spectrum. Uh, the 1982 Sinclair Research screen popped up immediately. I was ecstatic. I hooked it up to the capture card. I adjusted to the right. Guess how many PAL signals there are? There's like 26 PAL signals. Really? Yeah, so it turns out PAL-D is what I wanted. Oh, God, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Like is it that. the same on the Atari? Well, the Atari is not a PAL system, so you don't have to worry oh, about that. Oh, good point. Um, so I, um, now, what's the next step? You fire up the computer. What, what did I have to do next? You have to hook your phone up to the audio That's jack. right. I don't have a cassette player. I do have some cassette Ooh. tapes. In fact, I want to thank Pixels at Dawn for uh, three three uh, ZX Spectrum tapes. Ooh, Daily Endura Thompson's, Racer. Yeah, Endura Racer, Daily Thompson's Olympic Challenge, which we played. I played a couple of these before. These were always fun. And Crystal Castles, which is one of the all-time greats. Remind me, know. I've got a bunch more at the house that we've been gifted over the years. Oh, yeah, now. yeah. So anyway... Um, I downloaded a program. This is only on Android, but luckily I had a cheap old Android phone laying around. Um, and it's called uh, ZX Games, I think is what it's called. And it basically is an archive of all of these audio files for cassettes. You can literally load up any game 
and uh, you connect it into the ear jack of the Spectrum, hit play, and away you go. You have to download the games? No, or? it just you just like push and play on a YouTube video. Hmm, not bad. Yeah. Now, the uh, downside of this is uh, you have to wait the full old school amount of time for that. these games to load. Yes, I, so, I you noticed know, that. We're talking anywhere between two and a half and five and a half minutes to get some of these things to load. However, I enjoyed the stream because it gave me a chance to chat. You know, we can you can admire the loading screen and all the various flashings that go on. Some of the loading screens are animated loading screens, you know? A lot of flashing. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, it was a good time. I had a good time. There were some of the guys in the in the chat, and uh, we had a nice time. So check out that stream if you're so inclined. And there will be more ZX Spectrum streams. And even sort of the audio out there towards the end. Yeah, thanks to you. Thanks to you. Um, so that's the Spectrum stream. I love it. So yeah, we're and we got the Atari going. We're gonna be streaming all kinds of crap, and we're, we can do some Amiga comparisons with mm -hmm. stuff. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. We got a lot great. of stuff coming. All right, Aaron, it's time. We can't. We can't dilly-dally anymore. We've got to jump right into the world of Advantage Tennis. The world of Advantage Tennis. I was telling Bo before the show, uh, normally when I do research for one of these games, I mean, I can find a lot of good stuff, usually, Boat, and I usually have a big wad of paperwork here. This is the first game I've ever had a single thin sheet. But <laughs> that like much my said, notes for the show. That much said, I've got a lot to say about this game because despite the lack of anything interesting in the trivia department, it, it makes up for it in the interest to me as a former tennis star. A lot of people don't know that uh, I In addition was, to being a fourth degree or a third degree brown belt. At brown, yeah, not brown, brown. I was also a lettered tennis player when I was in uh, high school. That's a fact. Now, what does one do to get a letter? Make the team. Mm. If you can make the team, you're you get in. the letter. Now, did you have a varsity jacket? I did not. I did not, oh, I did not have. I never sewed my letters or anything. They're all loose and sitting at the house. I've Nobody got, wants loose letters. Because I've got letters. I got. I think I was in the tennis team only one year. I was on the. I was in the band for four years. I got letters for that. It mm. seems like I got another one. I'm trying to think if I wrestled. I don't remember. But anyway, uh, I was. I loved tennis in the in the '80s. I was a big fan. Uh, my favorite player was probably. Uh, I liked John McEnroe, and I liked uh, Gabriella Sabatini. I liked Chris Everett Lloyd. Uh, Tennis was much bigger when you were of that age than it was when I when I was that age. Sure, Yvonne Lindell, Steffi Groff. Mm -hmm. uh, you had uh, Martina Dravatalova, of course, Billie Jean King. Uh, uh, there were a lot of big tennis stars, and uh, I liked uh, uh, you know I liked a lot of them. I used to watch it all the time, and then I sort of fell out of love with it. I don't know when. I, I'm not even blaming tennis. I just lost interest, mm -hmm. I guess, at some point. Well, pro wrestling had to, you know, Hey, you, they can coexist, somewhere. man. Uh, so, uh, I like tennis games. And uh, I have uh, professed my love for a couple Amiga tennis games. So, I was looking forward to this one because I hadn't heard of it. And I'd say, I mean, if I had to pick my all-time tennis game on any system, uh, the uh, Dreamcast had a tremendous... Uh, series that Sega actually made. I'm trying to think what it was called, but I'm sure you've played it. It was the big. It was the big mm -hmm. deal on the Dreamcast. Uh, it was a great, great game. Yeah, yeah. That was the one of the. That was the first game I ever saw when somebody had the VGA box for the Dreamcast. Yeah, and uh, they were playing that tennis game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when this one popped up on the radar, I'm like, okay, here we go. We'll see how this stands up. The one I'm used to playing is called like. Gosh, is it Tennis Cup 2 or World Tennis 2? Yeah. It was a sequel. It was a great, great, it was Great Cup or something like that. But anyway, Great Courts. Great, great courts, courts, too. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I knew the Amiga could put out a really good tennis game. So And like I said, I wasn't familiar with this one. So 
It's Advantage Tennis. Uh, this came out in 91. Uh, now, uh, this was published by Infograms, uh, which is funny. I was looking at how many games we've actually done of theirs. It's kind of wacky, because if you look down the list of the Infograms games, there's not a, there's not a ton of what I would call marquee titles on the Amiga, but we've covered Alcatraz, Hostages, North and South on here. So. Wasn't Out of This World and, uh, and Flash? No, no, those were, uh, Maybe I'm just those were the other the, French... Um, Those other guys. I can't remember. Don't don't the chattel the chattel. Don't 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 put me on the spot there, dude. So um, now a lot of a couple places didn't know who developed this, mm. which is funny because their name is actually in the game. And I looked around to Delphine find Delphine Software. Delphine, thank you. Um, the developer, as far as I could tell, was an outfit named Ikos. I K O S. Ikos. I know that because that's what they name your guy. That's right. And also, there, if you look at a background on the tennis court, their name is on the mm -hmm. advertising panels. Um, as far as I, I was like, I'm gonna look into this because I mean, like, uh, um, uh, you know, I love Hall of Light. They always list uh, the developer, and they had developer is unknown. And and on Lemon, they've got the developer listed as. Um, infograms. So I was like, what is going on here? So uh, as far as I could tell, though, Icos did this game, and I can't find anything on them at all. As far as I can tell, they only did two games, and that was the Atari and the Amiga version of this game. Mm. So I don't know what happened to them. Uh, so if anyone out there has any info on them, it'd be interesting to know. Maybe we'll get you in at some point. Um, so uh, this runs on standard Amiga hardware, nothing special. Um, this got a bunch of nutty conversions, and I don't know which, I don't know, I think this was converted, just from what I can tell. I think this came to the Amiga from the ST. I don't know if the ST version was the original or the... Well, or, it, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I was watching some videos on this game, and one of the videos that I saw was the ST versus the Amiga version of this game. Yeah. The ST version outperforms the Amiga version, so I would wager that the ST version was produced. First. I saw that video, and I would agree with you on that. I thought it looked a little smoother. Um, this also, but I mean, there's also the fact this came out on a PC, so they could they could have all been ported from the VGA version, the PC. But get this boat. Here's a wacky one. This thing also was, came out on our old buddy, the FM Towns Martin. Really? <laughs> Couldn't believe it. If there was ever a goal for a band to have, it would be to track down an original copy of Advantage Tennis for the FM Towns I would Martin. like to own an FM Towns Marty, but I would settle for an FM Towns period or right. the Travel Marty. I would just, mm. I'll accept any of those. <laughs> so one of these days we'll cross paths with those things. We're going to go to Japan. Yeah. So <clears throat> what is Advantage Tennis? Uh, basically, it's a pretty, I'm going to say, it's. I'm not going to say no frills, but it's sort of lower frills, lower frills. Uh, version of tennis. Uh, you uh, start, you can start the game, uh, you can uh, pick a character name, and then you can sort of tweak your character's, uh, his uh, strokes, basically. Sure. And, you know... Uh, Which I thought that was pretty cool. They, they give you all these options. Like, you, in, if, instead of a forehand shot, you can do a between the legs. The old Agassiz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I picked that, of course. So, yeah, that, that oh, one. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and one thing, and I noticed this with the uh, the other tennis game that I played um, out on the stream. 
Uh, with tennis games, it's it's different than playing, um, like say another solo sport like a golf game. And in, in both of the games that I played, maybe this is like a, an Amiga tennis thing. You're almost rolling a character. I mean, you've got all these different stats, and yeah. you've got a certain amount of points to put into each thing. It was very. I like um, that. It, it was it was cool. I don't know how much of a difference it made to my game, you know, moving things around. But uh, it was cool to be able to have that that kind of fine tuned control. I had high expectations from that screen because, for starters, aside from uh, and like I said, you take a certain amount of points and you can roll those into the different stats. But when you pick your what your guys different moves are you've got like one or two-handed forehand one or two-handed backhand the type of smash he does so i mean what you're and effectively i think what you're doing is just picking an animation right. that will trigger when you attempt to move the ball in a certain spot mm -hmm. but it's cool it's very cool i really like that uh, i liked setting up the character i liked also having the ability to tweak the stuff so that i mean tweak the stats that was cool um when you start the game up, you really don't have a whole lot of stats. You've got training, you've got like a, a, like a tournament season, you know, or like a, a season of playing, uh, and the preferences screen, which is pretty much bare bones. There wasn't a whole lot there, any consequence. Mm -hmm. I noticed that a uh, copy protection thing pops up a lot. That's irritating, but thankfully that's out of the system. And then so I would try, the first thing I try in all these games is an exhibition. and put my guy into play and I noticed right away and I was like I would watch the boats uh, game and I noticed that this was running super duper fast and so that was the end of the using the real Amiga time to go <laughs> yeah when you said that this runs on all Amiga hardware it really doesn't you well, really it, need that yeah you were trying to run it on a 1200 it so working. I ended up running it on uh, on uh, uh, Amiga forever and of course it ran fast there too so I had to go in and really doctor it up to get it to run at the appropriate speed where it was even playable. And then once I got it playing, uh, uh, I could sit down and look at the game. Uh, the first thing I noticed, and of course it's got, you've got your choice of courts, you've, you can, you've got your choice of the number of sets you want to play. If you're familiar with tennis, uh, you'll know that they're, you, know, they're, they're, you can pick one, three, or six, I think. Uh, and uh, you could also pick uh, uh, Different play, you know, and when you go to tournaments and stuff, you, they're they're in different areas. There's New York, and there's a loading screen. There's London. I played one there. So then you start the game. Uh, this game is real interesting in the way it renders the court. Um, they almost what it reminded me of in some ways is almost like a uh, a 4D sports game. And I mean, they what they've done here is they've. I mean, it's really quite clever. They've got pre-rendered animations. And uh, for your players that look pretty, they're pretty smooth in a in a in a way. Well, it's it's it looks, and I don't know if this is uh, a look that it's inspired by rotoscoping or if this actually was rotoscoped. Um, but uh, but it looks like it. It has that kind of Prince of Persia, the way that the guys move their arms up and down, and it's also you know light on the details, which is another hallmark of something that's been. It is funny because the characters is as kind of into. I would not say the animation's smooth. What I would say is it's it's fluid, lifelike foe. Like they try. What I mean, F A U X. Mm -hmm. I mean they sure. they don't quite. I don't know if they don't have the horsepower or or just didn't have the know how. But it doesn't. I don't think it looks that great. It looks good, but not good. Well, it's hard it to looks, explain. It, it looks like th that was what they they were going for. 
a very smooth style and didn't quite succeed. And I will say, uh, like you, I watched the ST video. I thought the ST video, it looked smoother mm -hmm. on there. The PC version looks a little... This is really kind of the dud of all of really? the 16 How's the Towns Marty look? I, have, like I, did, I, I really I should have <laughs> I should have looked. I had no idea. I would have checked it out. So the second thing I noticed is when you move in the back, when you're moving around your guy, and of course you're going to play on the, the court side facing you, and you're also end up playing on the far side. Mm -hmm. I like games, and you don't see this very often, it just always keeps you close. I'd rather just play on the front close side. I hate playing on the far yeah, side. Me too. me too. But anyway, and in two players, you don't have a choice. But in one player, you know, cut me some slack. As you move around, the screen will scroll, and there's sort of a... Um, how would you describe what's going on with the background? I mean, it's almost, you know, it reminded me of a sort of like Virtual Fighter when you move oh, on that yeah. platform so, and like the background sort of kind of moves. What they've done is the, the camera, if you can picture the camera in this world, the camera is almost mounted on an NFL-like, uh, you know, pulley and rope system to where it will, the, uh, the, the, the camera will pull in as you approach the net. Uh, it's something that I don't remember seeing on any other tennis game uh, from this generation that I can think of. You know, most of the time, you have a really set perspective and all yeah. the action comes from the players moving around. Again, th this game does a lot of stuff that is really unique and cool. I agree. Uh, and so it does, it follows you in, and when you go off to the sides to get a real deep return mm -hmm. or something, it, 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 you, you can go out there yeah. to a and certain degree. And it's not degree. just a moving forward and back. The camera yeah. will rotate left and right. Well, it's, it it's, moves side to side. I don't know if it's rotating, but it's moving. Well, no, I mean the perspective of the court yeah, changes. Yeah, 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 it does, it does. So that sounds pretty cool, right? So the second thing I noticed was the angle that you start off with stinks. I don't like it. I think it's the, what they've done is I think it's just I don't like the viewing angle of to see when you're serving and, and hitting. I don't. To me, I'd like the I'd like the angle to be a little steeper. To mm -hmm. be honest with you, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I want to see. I can't see very much of the other side. Um, and when I'm used to playing great courts too, and some of those, and so serving on this was crap. I didn't like the serving not one bit because it's almost I can't tell what I'm what kind of serve I'm putting out there or where it's going. And you also, I'd like a lot of games that you would hit the button, the guy would throw the ball, and then you'd hit the button again at the apex. Mm -hmm. And he would, this one, you sort of had to hit it pretty close together to get the ball to go in. Mm -hmm. It was difficult. It's a very narrow you know? window. I mean, once I did it once, I could do it, but it was I didn't feel like I was aiming a serve anywhere. And, right. And then the other problem I've got here is once you serve or return, the computer is a relentless killing machine. <laughs> um, I felt like me on the tennis team coming out to take on the best player on earth. Now, you know, you, you briefly mentioned your time on the tennis team, and mm -hmm. I cut, cut you off because I was, I was curious about the varsity jacket, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, but um, You can set me up, man. I've still got those letters if you want to. Um, I thought you might have sewed them on the band uniform, you know, gone for that look. That would get you killed. Plus, they're made of plastic. Yeah. Um, when you were on the tennis team, do you remember any highlights? Um, Absolutely. Uh, I beat a couple of the best guys on the team because I, my gimmick was, because was, I'm not fast, I'm not particularly athletic, but I have no regard for my own safety. Mm -hmm. And so I would dive, I would jump, I would kill myself. I would throw the, hand, my, the racket into my other hand. Oh, wow. I to, like to that get, move. I had to. I wasn't fast enough to actually mm -hmm. get anywhere. And so I and I also had a deadly drop shot that was un, unreturnable. Mm -hmm. If I could get it in the right spot, I'd spin that sucker and it'd bounce off. And I beat a couple good players, but generally 
uh, I was not good. And then I formed a tag team with my buddy Hose, and he was also on the team. team. Wow, Hose had a cannon of a serve. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was unbelievable. The problem—it was all like when he played when he bowled. He bowled like you're shooting the thing out of a howitzer, (laughs) but his aim is horrible. And so, at least two or three times per game or per set, he would hit me with the serve, Mm. and it hurt. It hurt so bad. (laughs) You'd be amazed at a fuzzy ball could do that kind. I mean, I have big welts. I think you can see Wilson on my back tattooed. And so, uh, also we had no cardio, and so we would if we couldn't get you in the, if we couldn't get you early, we we're boned. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think we ever, as a team ever won a game or ever won a set. We'd or uh, what match? We'd right. win sets. Mm-hmm. We could, so, uh, but we we had a good time. You know, the tennis the tennis guy had his favorites. Stupid jerk. He had to like the people that didn't stink. Then the rest of us were relegated you. to the to the. <laughs> opening bout on the on the card <laughs> but yeah it was we had a lot of fun but i mean so with that in mind i well, i do have some experience you in have, i mean obviously you, your your tennis knowledge trumps mine in spades just because you actually have played before and my uncle was sort of like semi-pro he, wow. was, he was quite good yeah yeah i've never you know i've set forth on a on a tennis court boy none of those words made sense I, i've set foot on a tennis spit court. spit out that jaw bro. yeah um, but I've never actually played a real game of tennis before. I've held a racket a couple times. Well, the, unfortunately, Advantage Tennis will continue your streak unabated. <laughs> because the, uh, much like uh, I talked to Brent last week on ARG about a game, this game is not the – is it the worst game ever played? No. It's got a lot of things going for it. But I just don't think it's fun. And that's my biggest problem with it. And maybe it's because I'd played better games than this. Uh, but I just didn't think it was it was that fun. I mean, I think it's got some decent music at times. Mm-hmm. It's got a really fun tune where they took the digitized sounds that the judges make oh, while yeah. you're playing, and they kind of melded those in. Mm-hmm. That was that's kind of that amused me. Um, another problem, I, the, another thing I didn't like is there's no doubles uh, in this, which mm-hmm. you a great great. And this game would have been this game would have been great with doubles because a lot of tennis games they sort of exaggerate the height and the size of the player, and you really take up more space than you should. Yeah. Uh, in this game, the players are of accurate height. Uh, you know, against the the court, they could have easily fit two people on on each side. Yeah. Um, I, so, so you know, doubles is, is always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, um, I could get past everything but the actual fact that I, I mean, listen, I'm not the best video game player on earth, and I'm not the best tennis player, but I'm, I'm okay. I can win a game or two, and the computer was, just, I, I, it was relentless, and so I thought, okay, I'm doing something wrong, and I think, who was it, was it uh, Matthew Perrone, somebody put the manual up for this in the mm-hmm. Discord, because right, I was struggling. on Hall of Light, only the French manual yeah. is available. And, and I looked at this manual just to see if I was missing something. And I, I mean, it, the strokes in this are standard tennis fair. You know, lobs and, and, and drop shots and stuff. They're just like you would expect them to be with, the, with how you use the joystick. Uh, so I knew what I was doing. It just, uh, the computer would hit these killer shots. If uh, it, this is like, and this is the computer, computer on the lowest level. I mean, it was, and it was still just crushing me. So th- how did you, did you fare any better than me against the computer? No, and, and I, I, I maintain, and I maintain strongly, that we have just not cracked the code on this game. I feel like there's we're just missing something. Because other people don't stink like we right, do. Right, right. And I don't know, you know, I was reading the manual, and I think it, you can just stand there, and it will return the shot. You don't yes. have to hit the button. And it's just like the way that you hit the button... But, you know, I, of course, we, we both tried everything we knew, and we still couldn't win. But I, I feel like there's a game here somewhere... I just was not bright enough to figure it out. You know, it's funny with sports games because Madden does this too, where if you don't touch a controller, your guy just will take off. Mm-hmm. 
uh, um, it's weird that they like you're almost secondary to the game. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's yeah. play ourselves. <laughs> because I never, it, I don't like the I thought that the computer would just take over my guy. It's mm. weird to me. Yeah. It's uh, either one of those things where you either accept the fact the computer is going to control you 100% of the time and you don't touch the stick, or I want to have complete control. Having it in the middle is weird. <laughs> one thing about a game like this, and I will say this is a. This plays, I mean, I was getting murdered, but one thing about real tennis, and if you ever watch any pro tennis, you'll understand this. Um, shots are won and lost by the how, you know, the placement and the heat you've got on the shot. So if you're, if you serve a dud up, a lame duck, the computer murders it and you look like a jerk, well, you served crappy. If you, uh, if your forehand is weak, and the computer smashes it, then you then you threw up a weak shot and he murdered it. That's the way tennis is mm-hmm. if you're playing someone that's good. Right. And so really all you can hope for is that they uh, don't get to it or whatever. They, and that's what happens in this game. And unfortunately, I had trouble putting up really good, strong shots. And the computer, I think one of the reasons we were getting killed is that the computer just capitalizes on your weak shots. And, just, and, and when the computer returns these shots, you can't. I mean, a lot of times they're so far off the side of the court, you can't even get. You couldn't make it in a million years, uh, and you and you just lose. And so I agree with you. I think there's probably given enough practice. And if you play tennis, you know there's sort of a, an area where you don't stand. I mean, this game forces you to use tennis style thinking. Mm-hmm. Stay in the back court. Don't rush in that unless you're sure. Don't middle. Don't mess around in, in that mid court area where you are screwed because you can't. You know, they're he's gonna they're gonna eat you up right there. That's the way this game plays. It, it is very strict on those details. Uh, I watch people play this online and have more success than me. I didn't see anybody out there murdering the game, but mm-hmm. they had better success than me. Right. Uh, the game has a lot of interesting. It's got a lot of little touches. The ball can hit the top of the net and go over lets and uh, stuff like that. The crowd reactions. If you have a good point, the crowd cheers and goes, "Ooh!" You know, does that stuff. I always like. I always like that sort of thing. Plus, Infograms is a quality studio. Uh, they wouldn't have published this if they didn't have something good. I, th- I, th- I think, and the scores on this reflect some love for the game. Uh, a lot of people really like it, so I don't think it's a complete dud. I'm not going to sit here and pan the thing, but it was infuriating to try to... I spent a whole week just getting crushed. Mm-hmm. I could barely win a, a game. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the things that, um, that really... It's sort of a hallmark to me... Of, of a game that I enjoy is like if I'm losing do I still want to keep playing yeah. and I felt that way with this game you know I would get killed you know and but I'd still want to keep playing just because I thought that the, the movement was so fluid you know like you, you could move around the court so quickly um, I didn't feel frustrated even though I did feel frustrated but I didn't feel super frustrated although I, I was never able to, to lose or to win it's funny when you play a tournament and of course you're, you're seated last like 100 and you go in there and, and 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 play someone that's a higher rank and they've got to, and it's the, the way they've got it broken up is nice I mean it's a proper tournament mm-hmm. with winnings and stuff uh, whenever I entered the tournaments I always just got yeah it was super over. mashed yeah. if you're an exhibition I could maybe get a point or two here and there I mean it was I guess that's my takeaway from this game. It's just it's too hard, uh, and the computer's too good. Mm-hmm. And so unless I'm saying, and I know people that probably owned this back in the day, they paid their money on it, sat down, and they just mastered it because that's what they had. That's the way people right. played games back then. But uh, I would have to spend an ex- extraordinary amount of time to get anywhere on this game. Um, I did mention that the scores in this were pretty good. Uh, Lemon. 
uh, gives this a 7.78, so it's popular there. Amiga Action reviewed it at a 74%. Uh, Amiga Mania, brother, gave it an 87%. Uh, Amiga Power clocked it at a 69%. CU Amiga gave it a 91%. I read that article, I and mean, they were they really liked it. And then, this was on the limits. So I wrote it down because it was so bizarre. User 25. Never heard of that before. May 1992 edition of User 25, 89%. I looked this up on eBay and got nothing. Mm. No current listings and no past listings really? for this game. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So well, it may be a rare one. Let me tell you what uh, some of our Discord uh, users had to say about it. Yeah, I'll be interested <clears> to hear these. Uh, Matthew Peron says... Uh, it's a tennis game with great animations and pleasing music, but not much in the term of gameplay, since your guy seems to move and hit the ball mostly on his own. Pushing the button doesn't seem to do much. There's a season mode, but since you get destroyed on even the easiest opponent, there's almost no point to it. Four out of ten. Wow, that sounds so similar to what we just said. He says, play Tennis Cup instead. Yeah. Chris Full says... A terrible game, lacking in basic playability. Don't waste your time on this. Avoid. Ooh. Two out of ten. Graham Vebke says, Two of my all-time favorite games are Final Match Tennis on PC Engine and Super Tennis Champs on Amiga, and comparing this game, it lacks on all fronts. Playability, controls, and most critically, the viewing perspective of the court, like you said, mm -hmm. all lead to a frustrating and flawed game. Four out of ten. <laughs> Paul Harrington, his review. He's a heck of a player, too. Getting this game to work on WinUAE was the most fun I had. <laughs> the voice announcing the scores was a nice touch, though. Yeah. And finally, Pixels at Dawn. Oh, and Paul rates it a nope out of 10. <laughs> Pixels at Dawn, the be. final review. He says, um, great sound design, music, and animations. A decent match engine that made you use the whole court, unlike many tennis games. Spoiled by a near vertical difficulty curve and a terrible camera. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a there, the technology behind this game is probably pretty nice stuff, but it just I it didn't do it for me. But on this one, that's yeah. a, that's a miss, sir. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, Aaron, last week was the you know my first week back from Mega Ireland. We had a brand new Patreon song challenge. Um, do you remember the song? I didn't know it then. You didn't know it then. I wish somehow that I didn't know now. Um, no, no double singing. That's out. Um, so uh, I want to congratulate Paul Harrington and Colin and Matthew Perron for uh, guessing the correct title. This was uh, the Roy Orbison classic, Old Pretty Woman. That's what that was? That's what that was. Poor, I'm glad Roy's not around to see that one. <laughs> That's true. Or here. Yeah, you died too young. Yeah. I really think you would have appreciated my rendition. I should have worn some sunglasses. Though. You should get a Royal Orbison wig, too. <laughs> that sounds like something for Amigathon right there. That does. That does. Boat Orbison. <laughs> um, so this week, I've got a brand new song for you, Aaron. I've been working on it. I've been oh, working on it hard. Okay. Um, this is, uh, if, you, if you know this week's Patreon song, you can send me an email at john at com. And, you know, we haven't mentioned the Patreon lately. Uh, if you guys enjoy the show and you want to throw us a couple bucks, you can check out our Patreon page at Amigo... Wait, let's try that again. Patreon.com slash Amigos Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Um, you, can, uh, you can pick the game that we play every week. Be part of the Amigos Game Selection Committee. And uh, and really, you know, be an influencer. And the Discord. And the Discord. Be an influencer? That's a new one. Hey, man. I'm with it. My I'm hit. God. 
<laughs> Join the conversation. You might as well shill the t-shirt store, too, while you're at it. Everythingamiga.com slash swag. You can get yourself a nice Amigos podcast t-shirt. Uh, Aaron, you're sporting the uh, the Amiga Ireland shirt this week. Looks great on And it's never looked better. Uh, Thank so, God I lost some weight to fit into this bad boy. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Aaron, <clears throat> here we go. Clear. That's not. That doesn't instill confidence in this <laughs> upcoming tune. Counting virtual sheep, Bernard Quinn, Retro Man Cave, Tim Drew, Dan Williams, Robert Edgerton, the third Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Edder, Rob O'Hara, Howard Nims, Matthew Laramore, Randy Craig. Sean's old Darren Lomax, Colin419, Buck Bid, Roland Burke, Andrew Monk Show, The Zombie, John Cook, Dan Rossleaf, Kelan Allen, Kabaha, Chicatote Levelor, John Marshall, Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRosha. Creepy Dead Boy Figgy CTZ, The Slow Norse Defense or Gordon Mortensen, Edvin Helen Blender 75, Christopher Hessel, Ravi Abbott, Chris Foles Green Catcher, Lauren Giroux, Grand Veb Key, Brent Dowdy, Lane Denson, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Gary Huckus, Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles, Alan Kebab, Anthony Jarvis, Tapes from the Crypt, Josh Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THE and Eric Nelson, Kim Tommy Humberstad, Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, and Darren Coles and Jason Warns. Pixels at dawn and kill Bjorn Barman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it you do for a living again? I teach soul singing at the local disco. Oh, man. <laughs> I've got nothing to say about that. Just move along. <laughs> nothing to see here. Next week, next week, Aaron, we're going to take a look at one of the newer games. This was a long lost title on the Amiga. All right, newer game, okay. Yeah, uh, this was a, a newer game. This is um, Putty Squad. Putty Squad. Oh, now did you play a, you, have you done I've never, I've never played this before, but this was a game, I guess it was it was almost completed and then it was lost for years and years and years I, and recently. We, I think we covered that, didn't we, when it came out? I mean, we didn't play it, but I mean, with the news. Possibly so. Yeah, Possibly cool, so. Putty yeah. Squad, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Pretty good, oh, I, love it. There. I yeah. love it. Uh, guys, you can watch us live if you'd like every Friday. We record around 5.30, except when we don't. Uh, you can join the chat all the cool kids are in the YouTube chat. We got Vamped Amiga. He's vamped and he's ready for action. Uh, Pixel Vixen is here. Look at what Craig, Craig said. You're destroying it. Never has a chatter been so apropos to his comment in my life. Graham Bebke is here. Edvin <laughs> Helland. Um, let's see who else. We got Craig McClellan. Um, Will Williams is here. Barkbit is here. Pixels at Dawn. Um, guys, thank you, Necronom. Thank you so much for joining us. Henrik, of course, is here with us. 
Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a party. Um, stay tuned if you're live in the chat. We're going to be streaming some Atari 8-bit games with Larry. Special guest Larry is here in Amigo Studios. So uh, we'll be doing that directly following the show. Um, but if you're leaving us now, we bid you a fond farewell. Until next week. Adios. Adios.